You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. It's the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, Adam, my co-host, Nikki, and we've got friend of the program back for like the third or fourth time samantha marks samantha it's always good to see you long time listener like third time caller maybe i think you could say <laughs> thanks for having yeah. me guys thanks for being here nikki you had samantha on for a uh, memoirs from magnolia lane episode season two I mm-hmm. believe that was a fun episode mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was good to um to just gab with my gal pal um but also chat about you know my favorite place in the world so yeah it was good and glad to have her back now to talk about one of our other favorite things in the world, Taylor Swift. Yeah. So um, before <laughs> we get into that, I was like depressed to talk about that. Just like, <laughs> so listen, uh, yeah, here's the thing. So I, you guys dragged me into this. Like, no, no, no. I am terrified. I said this before we hit record. I, I don't know where this is going to go, but this is a topic that we've been wanting to talk about. Nikki, you and I have like, hey, should we do a show? Yeah, we should. What's it going to be like? We need to bring Samantha on. And so we did. By the way, you can find Samantha Marks as a co-host of uh, Playing Around with Paige uh, Sporanic, by the way, uh, podcast. You can find her there. And so Taylor Swift, would it be fair to say that she is probably the most famous person on the planet at the moment? Who would top her right now? And Samantha, you're a huge fan. Nikki obviously is a huge fan. She's spoken about Taylor pretty much most episodes that we do, which is very welcome. And so what we thought we would do today is go through a few things and you're all going to lead this because I am learning about Taylor Swift from you all as much as everyone else in America. If you're watching the NFL, for example, or if you're just seeing uh, the, the, the movie theaters uh, playing Taylor's movie and of course all of the concert news leading up to both of those things. There you go. The era's tour. So Nikki, you got involved as a fan of Taylor Swift for many years, Samantha, you did too. What is so alluring? If you could put it into just a concise phrase about Taylor Swift, Nikki, let's start with you. Well, I mean, I started listening to Taylor back in her like yeehaw days. So, you know, I have like the original copy of the, what do they call it? The, um, the homophobic version of um, debut. <laughs> on cd they Um, don't make them like that anymore they don't make them (laughs) like that anymore that's worth a pretty penny on ebay (laughs) um these gen zers will fight me over that one um but i mean yeah i've been a fan of her since then um and i you know have been listening to her songs since then i would like this this is embarrassing to admit but i used to um used to sing at rodeos um for uh Hold my- on. <laughs> wait what <laughs> so my I did not know this my yeah my my family um has a, a history in like rodeo and bull riding and stuff and my uncle like is a producer for some some bull riding events and when I was younger I would sing at these rodeo events during the like intermission section and most of the songs I would sing would be Taylor Swift songs. Um, so yeah, that is, 
That is how so far back deeper. I go with Taylor okay. Swift, for sure. Wow. So well, I have a different journey with Taylor Swift, which I've <laughs> never, I've never actually talked about before. It's been weighing heavy in here. Um, I, like Nikki, was a Taylor Swift fan when I was like a kid. <clears throat> I remember one of the first music videos I like became obsessed with was You Belong With Me, where she like holds up the paper to the window to the guy. And it's like the whole, that's like one of her first songs and was obsessed with her back then, back when it was like cool to be a Taylor Swift fan. She was around our age, which was really cool. One of the only like girls that age who was doing something that crazy and famous. And then... I don't know. I, I'm still a fan for a few years. And then Folklore and Evermore came out, the albums, and I was like, just not into it. I'm still not really into those albums at all. She just turned into like seasonal depression Taylor for like a few years there. And I just wasn't that into it. And I like kind of completely hopped off the Taylor Swift train for a while. And then the Ares tour and people started live streaming them every night and it became all I was doing for the last like six months is Nikki and I would send the, the best live streams back and forth to each other as we were watching them. But I think I became a like full on Swifty because of not just her music. Like I think her music is incredible. And I think she, I do think she is the most recognizable and famous person in the world right now. Maybe sans like the president, but still even. Right. You know, like I, you could still argue she could be more famous than that. And um, I became such a fan because of what a boss she is. And I don't think I really realized that until the Eras tour and watching it every single night and realizing how much she's doing and all the shit that she has to coordinate and everyone she has on her team has to be like a game all the time and her publicist and her family and that kind of all sold me on it. Like, yeah, she's a good singer and has good songs and is like a lyrical genius, but there's a lot more that goes into it. And that's what I think that I finally, at my old age of 29, finally uh, appreciated and became a fan of. We had like an FBI level investigation into how many buses and trailers we thought yeah. it took to like do her tour. And Sam's doing like... She's got like spreadsheet and she's like, okay, I think if you break the set down and then you think of how many costumes and then how many nights and then how many cities and how many of this, and she's sending like this many text messages and like, okay, well look at this spreadsheet. And she's like zooming in on these photos and like, we're trying to put together to see how many trucks we think it is. And this is before the articles came out about how many trucks it was. And we're all like trying to put all this together to see like, because we're all just in awe of how much effort she puts in for her fans and mm -hmm. it's yeah it's it's pretty incredible i've uh never seen anything like it before um i think listeners longtime listeners know i'm i'm older than both of you and um i never got into the the taylor swift uh, i never got wrapped up in it but certainly my sister did who's younger than me and certainly my wife and 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 others and I, uh, Samantha, like what you were just saying, I didn't really understand how much she puts into every single thing that she does. And then some after the fact, you know, the stories that come out about how she gave all of the truck drivers you were just talking about, what, a hundred grand each? I mean, and that's just scratching, the, not even scratching the surface of all the things that she does for charity and, and for, for everyone else. And it's just, it comes across as someone who is now a billionaire 
literally, and yet so genuine and down to earth. It's someone that is, a, you know, to use a cliche, a breath of fresh air, so to speak, especially now where you see someone at that level who so many people just absolutely love. And there's really nothing negative to say about this person. It's it's a great, great thing. And, and she's a great, great person to watch. And I'm learning as we go along. You know, I'm learning through both of you and our group chat as well as, uh, you know, side conversations. And it's just all of that wrapped into, well, we got to talk about this person because you can't get away from Taylor Swift. And there's probably people who listen to this show. And let's face it, the demographic that listens to this show, maybe most of them aren't listening to Taylor Swift on the regular, but they know someone who is. And they want to know a little bit more about this superstar. And so, Nikki, you came up with the idea of, hey, let's let's do one. Let's do a show on this. And now, having said all of that, I don't know what else we have in store for the agenda for today. But I do know that you two are much bigger experts in Taylor Swift than me. So, Nikki, well, where are you, know, we you mentioned that you mentioned like there's not a lot of negative and, you know, I. Uh, not that I'm about to go and like bring up a whole bunch of negative stuff about Taylor Swift because I don't have a lot of negative stuff. What's what's interesting is when people try to find negative stuff or when negative stuff comes out about her, it it still is not negative. Like, and right. if it does come up, she ends up turning, like accepting it and figuring out a way to reflect on it and figuring out a way to better herself and then turn it around. And even recently the articles about how much she is spending time using her private jet and how much it's contributing to the climate change and blah, blah, blah. She just went and was like, okay, well, I heard you. Um, I'm going to use some money and buy off, um, what are they called? Carbon mm -hmm. tickets, carbon, I don't know, science. Um, whatever the, the whatever the things are that you buy to offset the the carbon fuel emissions, um, whatever that is, which you know I, I don't really understand how that works, but like the fact that she has enough money to do that one, and then two is willing to do that, um, and she's not doing it so that she can clear her name. She's not doing it so that she can say like, well, I don't want the bad press. Like, stop talking about me because she's had people talk about her long enough. She's doing it because she understands like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. I see what you're saying. This is a problem. I'm going to fix it. Like, yeah. and I think that speaks again to her character and, you know, awfully admit there was a, a period or an era of hers where um, it actually was like her original 1989 era that I, it was probably her only era that I really just wasn't like vibing with her. Like I was frustrated because I felt like I had I, I had grown to love her as a country music artist and mm. she was going pop. I was like, I feel like she sold out. And then there was the whole, you know, oh, well, she's just constantly like with her girl gang. And, you know, there was a lot of <clears throat> conversation around like, is she doing feminism the wrong way? And I kind of latched on to a lot of those conversations. I'm like, yeah, I think she is. And a lot of it came from my own jealousy of, well, I don't have a big girl gang like that. And I don't have a massive girl squad of friends to like parade around with and <clears throat> feeling like, you know, I was getting left like behind because I had, you know, grown up with her as a 
country artist and now she's moving mm. on into this other world. And I'm like, but wait, you were supposed to be this country artist that I liked. And I just didn't like the change. And that was a problem that I was having that I kind of, you know, reflected negatively against her. And, you know, not that I'm, I went out and was on team Kim or team Kanye during that time, but I still, you know, had a, a few issues. So I recently, when this new re-release of 1989 came out, um, because her original 1989 album was probably one of the ones I listened to the least, I've actually thoroughly enjoyed listening to it this time because it's, it, I, I'm hearing, not that I haven't heard the songs before, but it's, it's, it's been, I feel like a newish fan in the sense of this album, because I didn't really get to experience that album and it's like full extent at the time, because I was being a hater, to be honest, I was just being a hater. I think something that this is not related at all. I have no idea how to segue into this. So sorry, but something that I was, <laughs> something that I was going to say about a reason that I feel like I am so fond of her and feel like, I want to follow what she's doing is because right now in my life, and I've talked to you guys about this separately, not Taylor Swift related, but just how important it is in all of our lives right now. But a goal in my life is to really evaluate what, what company you're keeping and what team you have around you at, at any time, whether that's work related, personal related, anything, friend, family, and it's gotta be like, just think about how many people she has on her team and the incredible job that they all do to make this shit happen every single day. Like, it's insane right. to think about. And that's something that really, I feel like, draws me to follow what she's doing. I mean, even all the way out to, like, Taylor Nation, Nikki. Like, that's, you know, Those I mean. Those are ironclad. Like, it's crazy. Oh it's crazy the loyalty that she has around her. And I think that that's something really aspirational. And I think she's a she's one of the very few people who you look at and you think they are a true role model for young girls out there. Like there's nothing out there in the press that parents would ever really be embarrassed about or like not want them to see or anything like that. And then the other thing I'll say before we get into quizzing Adam and making him look dumb, which is my favorite hobby, um, is I feel like I sometimes see, and it's not often, but sometimes you'll get those like Swifty haters on TikTok or like people who think it's like their coolest personality trait to say that Taylor Swift sucks. And I saw this comment on TikTok and Nikki, I'm sure you've seen it too, but people say, hating Taylor Swift says more about you than it does about me. And I think that the people who hate Taylor Swift are so loud for no reason. Like if I ask people to give me two reasons why they hate Taylor, get one reason why they hate Taylor Swift, it, they wouldn't be able to come up with anything. And I just think they're, that that's like, you need to do some soul searching. Their go-to is always, but she always sings about her boyfriends, which tells me that you haven't listened to a single song that she's written or sang since she was 17 years old. Like, yeah. and she's in her thirties now. So grow up. Yeah. So I got that off my chest. We can move on now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was that, very well done. Very well done. Um, I listen to Midnight's. I'm going to uh, listen. I, I love the hell out of that album. We, we listened to that like crazy uh, when it came out. And listen, I'm brand new to this scene. So, I mean, you all. Is that the only album you've listened to? Because if so, you're about to have some problems. Listen, I did a little <laughs> studying before this okay, episode. Okay. Just a little studying, though. So I got a long way to go. But I will say this, too. And, and to the point that you both brought up. 
as the, the guy on this episode right now. And I've got friends who watch the NFL, for example, obviously Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, the big news and people getting upset about too much Taylor on TV. Let me just say this. And listeners, if you fall into this category, I'm speaking ex- precisely to you. Get over it. This is the best thing to happen in at least five years for pop culture's sake, where you can turn on the television. It's all good hearted. It's just people having fun. Yes, they're super famous. Yes, God forbid that there's a, a pretty blonde girl in the stands watching her football boyfriend on an NFL game. You can get over that. Let let just let's just have this. Let's it's okay to have something nice and just drop the whole egotistical machismo thing. Nobody nobody believes it anyway. So I got that off of my chest. At any rate, with that being said, let's talk a little bit about this quiz that I keep hearing so much about. I don't even know what to expect. I've <laughs> I, I've been I've been kept. This has been so secret. This is why I'm so terrified on this show right now. Well, it's I mean, don't be that terrified. It it I kept it like very, very basic. Um, cause okay. one of the things that, um, that Swifties tend to do when we're referring to songs, because she has so many songs and a lot of her songs have very long song titles is, um, especially when we're like discussing, Oh, what, what song is going to be the surprise song tonight? Or, Oh, I hope she sings this or, um, is, well, just kind of abbreviate, you know, song titles. And, if you know the song title, it's easy to know the abbreviations for it. Um, So I'm going to show some um, abbreviations and um, I'll put them on the screen here for our viewers. And I I will read them too, for our listeners who aren't watching on YouTube, but, um, and see if you can guess the song. Oh boy. So question before we do that, are they all, are they they acronyms (laughs) or are they like just shortened so yeah, I mean it's literally like okay, for example, I'll I'll tell you one that's yeah, not on ahead. the list. Like um there's um like death by a, a thousand cuts would be mm-hmm. like D B like okay. you know so, okay. So I, I mean, do just you- wanna call out really quickly that I saw Adam's TikTok video about buying that second monitor. I need video proof yes. that there's not a second monitor right there and you're about to cheat. <clears throat> I do not have anything no, up. I'm other even than okay. My- I'm even okay if you wanna like pull up spotify and like scroll through her full collection to help you okay, okay. because i don't even know if it'll help you that much you're too nice, I, you're too nice. I am too nice i am i am i appreciate um, okay. it okay we'll, we'll, start we'll, see how with, goes. we'll start with uh, what i think is an easy one um this one mm. is y b w m um uh jeez and Samantha, I'm assuming you already know this. I have not seen this quiz yet, but yeah, I already know that. Is it like, I know she has like a belong with me song or something. Is that, is that, I don't know, you belong with me? Yes. Very it's good. Really- you belong with me. I was just trying to say, it has already been mentioned once on <laughs> okay, the good. show. I got one. All right. Good. You got one. Oh, Good I just job. heard my wife in the other room go, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to need her to help you with this? I don't know. Kristen, you might need to be a lifeline. This is GU in the other one. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. This next one. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Y-O-Y-O-K. 
Oh my God. It's, I kind of love this one. It's so appealing to the eye to me. I know. It's so like, it's so aesthetically pleasing. You, I'll give you a hint. You have heard this song. I'm sure I have heard this song. Um, I can't think of it. You What's just the recently first admitted to us that you have heard this song. I recently admitted to this? Um, it is on Midnight's. Well, that's a tough one. Is it you're on your own kid? Oh, yeah. I heard that. I heard yeah. that. <laughs> the wife, the wife is over there. She helped out. For that. She's not going on camera. She says, but she's, mm -hmm. she's in there. Okay. Here we go. Here's another one. Y N T C D. Oh, Y N T C D. Now I am able to look at a list here and I'm just doing, I don't you can know. scroll through three hundred something songs, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's one of one of your favorites. My favorite. Oh, in a song, it's taking me a lot. It, to something about calm down. <laughs> um, it's taking me a lot to not hum. Oh, shade never made anyone less. Um, you need to calm down. Yes, there we go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That is Good one of it's one of it's a it's a very common song in this household. All right, all right. This is this is this is the deep cut. This is the deep cut. Oh, ugh. R W Y L M. R W Y L M. This one's hard. This one is hard. You're right. This yeah, one is a, This one's mean. But there's people in their car listening to this right now, screaming at the radio. I hope. I have no but idea. We never claim to be nice. That's my. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, yeah. that's all right. This is good. I'm, I'm learning things. Um, I couldn't even guess. Do you need help? I do need help. Is that a, that was just a hint, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Right over oh. his head. Yeah. See, I'm I'm being whispered to over here. Uh, the. Right where you left me or something. There yes. we go. Okay. No, good job, Kristen. Yeah, yes. Samantha says good job. Um okay. Um let's do this one. L W Y M M D. L W Y M M D. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is an older one. Oldish. Look what you made me do. Yes. Okay. There you go. Well, there I mean, twenty-seven. All right. Right. And if you, I will give you a hundred dollars if you can get Whoa. this one. Okay. Whoa. I'll give you. I'll give you ten bucks if oh, you can. If you can get this one without Kristen's help. No, Kristen's help. Okay. Without Kristen's help, Sam's gonna laugh. <laughs> Okay, a I'm, I'm I'm here. A T W T M D T V F T V S G A G R A L P S. I'm sure Chris McEwen is listening to this cackling he, as well. He probably knows this. Um, well, it's not vigilant. That may or may not be. That may or may not be a hint. <laughs> 
Oh, Chris McEwen cackling at this. That is so good. That was a good hit, I, wasn't it? I, I don't even know. I have no idea what that. That was the longest acronym I've ever seen in my life. It is all acronym. too well 10-minute version, Taylor's version, from the vault, Sad Girl Autumn <laughs> version, recorded at Long Pond Studios. And, and scene. And scene. <laughs> oh, goodness. Thank you. And Kristen, that is a, that is a legitimate them. acronym that um, Swifties actually use because there are multiple all too well versions. Um, and that is one of the more ridiculous ones. So to touch on that too. So you had mentioned that like when people go to these concerts, there's the secret song or what song did you get? What song do you get? So she doesn't play the same. She always plays a, a new secret song every show, right? Is that the way it works? Yes, Two. there's an acoustic set um, towards the end of the night, and she will play two acoustic songs, and they're different um, okay. every single night. And people will try to the the very first night of tour, she played a song from um, she played one song from her debut album, and people were like, "That's it." Um, <laughs> and then people slowly started to realize, like what was going on, but she's done that at other concerts too. She did it at the reputation tour where she did surprise songs, um, as a acoustic set, but, um, yeah, she does different surprise songs each night and people have turned it into like almost like a fantasy football type event. There's okay. like spreadsheets and people are tracking. Trackers, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And there's <laughs> videos of people like being, out at dinner and at like weddings and things, tuning into the like, you know, live streams, listening to see what the surprise song is going to be to, to make sure that their favorite song doesn't get played before their concert event. And um, there's been videos of people reacting to certain songs getting played and knocked off the list, you know, and I think what was the one that, that got the biggest clean was a big one. Death by a Thousand Cuts. Your own kid was a big one. Oh yeah, that was a mm. real big one. People got upset over. So, yeah. Um, so she won't play the same song again in another city. It's just it's unless one, one it, yeah, unless it's already on the set list. Obviously, like that right. stays the same. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's she made wild. a comment one night about like if she messes up, then she'll try and play it again. But and so people were trying to keep track of like the one she messed up a lyric to, and if she played it again, and um. But there's she's she's starting her international tour um, on Friday. It starts on Friday. And um, who knows really kind of what's going to happen, though, because, you know, she she kind of with the surprise song, she started with um, her very first surprise song was was one of the first ones um, off of her debut album. Um, that one of her first stolen songs and then mm. her very last surprise song was one of her very last um stolen songs that she did so she kind of bookended them um so now there's you know she could start all over who knows hmm. well, she could change up that list entirely people are kind of <laughs> waiting to see Nice. So I nice. I never actually I haven't been to the Eras tour yet. I have a little bit of a qualm with that whole situation because my college best friend and roommate decided to have her wedding on the day of the concert that was closest to me that my boyfriend got six tickets to. And then we had to give them away 
for me to go be in this wedding, Mia, I'm going to come for you. <laughs> um, still pissed about that. Yeah. So my boyfriend goes on the Ticketmaster whole like debacle when the tickets dropped wasn't even an issue. Like he never sat in the queue, literally typed his number and got six tickets in the lower bowl. And I was like, holy shit, like, <laughs> let's go. And then right. that, but that was even like before it really started before I was like obsessed, obsessed. Then her wedding invi invitation comes out and I'm like, great. Now I'm fully obsessed and I have to miss it. And um, I will say, if we want to get into the Eras Tour movie for a moment, Go for it. I'm yeah. not like as upset about not going to the concert after seeing the movie. Is that like, yeah. a, does any, Nikki, do you feel that way? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still pissed at Ticketmaster <laughs> because I did not have the same luxurious experience that you did getting into the queue and getting tickets. I fought for my life in that queue for hours on end <laughs> from multiple different cities. I registered for, I even registered for like the international dates at Wembley and was like, I mean, it was, it was a mess. But oh, that being said, knowing that like I would have had to go all the way into the city and like still, it would have been so long traffic wise getting back home and all that. Like, and instead I got to sit in a like recliner seat and eat my popcorn and then mm -hmm. wear comfy clothes and then it was like the theater like a 20 minute drive home and then I was in bed and like <laughs> I didn't have to I had my own individual seat and I didn't have to like you know fight people and yeah I don't know it was I, I think I still would have enjoyed it don't get me wrong I would have loved it but yeah, yeah I'm, I not, still I'm think not as butthurt about it anymore I agree. And I think the community and like the, the other fans and the audience of the actual tour would have been one of the coolest parts. Um, but if we're talking about like purely seeing Taylor Swift, I probably wouldn't have been near or close enough to see anything really because I'm blind. So like, I think the fact that we got to as close as we did on the movie, like, it is so cool. It was not just like a concert on film. It was like a fucking cinematic experience. And if you haven't yeah. seen it, I highly recommend it. Don't know if we're allowed to cuss on the show, yeah, but highly recommend it. <laughs> highly recommend it. Take, take your kids, take your wife or go by yourself. I think it's incredible. And, but yeah, it definitely made me feel a little bit less mad, still mad, but a little, little less mad. There were these two adorable, there's um, a mom and two moms and two daughters that sat next to us when we went to our show and the two little girls probably like six and, and nine maybe like couldn't have been older than that um they were like dressed in like head to toe glitter sparkly all the things and you know they were doing the like the, the cups and the popcorn buckets and our theater had like this little light up wand thing um, and so each of the kids had the little light up wand and for the entire, almost three hour movie, these little girls, not in a like disruptive way by any means, like they weren't bothering anyone. They stood up in front of their seat and sang every word to every song and tried to like mimic her choreography on the stage. And those little wands were going and they like. <laughs> they put a lot of emphasis on the cuss words in the songs and it was the cutest thing I have ever seen. 
And the moms kept leaning over being like, I'm so sorry if they're disrupting us. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the cutest thing I've ever seen. This is adorable. And it was, but it, it was so precious to me because like, then here I am in like my thirties. And then there's like, there's like an older couple on the other end of the aisle. And it's just the fact that the fact that Taylor can bring that much of an age range together is, I don't know, pretty special. Before the movie, yeah. we there's like a rogue bar Louie right across the street at our like little cinema shopping center or whatever. And I told my boyfriend, I was like, meet me there. I'd gotten my nails done. This was like a whole day for me because I was like, we didn't get to go to the concert. So I got yeah. my nails done. And then I was like, meet me at bar Louie. We'll get a couple beers and my favorite tater tots. And then we'll go to the movie. They had this life-size life cutout, I say with quotes, because it was like, five, six. And I'm pretty sure she's like five eleven, And so it was really not life size at all. And she was, it was also like smushed this way, you know, when photos get like stretched and they like <laughs> don't look right. It was like that. And so I texted some of my friends to fuck with them. And I was like, Oh my God, get here now. Taylor's here. I can't believe she's here. Oh my God, guys, like she's here in winter park. And they were like, my friends are losing their minds. They're like, Oh my God, where I'm on my way. I'm tracking your location. And I, I let it go for like 10 minutes. I just didn't respond. And then I sent them a picture of the cutout and they're still mad at me for that. But I stand by what I did because I thought it was funny. And anything it's for a good bit. joke. Anything it's for a good joke. Bit. Yeah. So uh, I had heard about the community aspect of this, uh, of going to one of the concerts. And, you know, my, so my wife had just recently gone to Pink at Wrigley Field and a similar thing, certainly not in comparison to the, 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 the volume of people that are going to go see uh, Taylor all across the world, but still very, very communal, right? Like everyone was there. Everyone was just there to enjoy themselves and it was a great time. And, you know, it's, it's stuff like that, that you really love to see. And um, as you both laid out really eloquently, there's really nothing to dislike about Taylor, you know, and, and, it, you know, we all grow up, we're all going to get, you know, in some situations, I'm sure, I'm sure something will come out being super famous like that you're not immune to paparazzi and whatever else. Someone's going to say something, but it's just, it's really refreshing. As I said before, to see this uh, happening now, one of the things, because this is a golf podcast, uh, one of the things or it tries to be uh, Nikki that you did around master's time was you compared uh, Taylor Swift <laughs> songs or you compared master's champions to Taylor Swift songs. Got a little bit of uh, traction, I would say on social media, wouldn't you? It did. Yeah. Um, surprisingly like I mean I was just you know bullshitting like I always do on and you know I'm posting my two comparing two of my favorite things and um it kind of it kind of blew up a little bit people people liked it but I mean at the time people were um like I mean it, I say at the time people still are um very all about Taylor Swift so um yeah it uh it was, it was, it was pretty popular. Um, we can, um, let me pull up this. Uh, let's see. I love the picture too. And for those listening, it's just tiger winning the 2019 masters arms raised as we all remember seeing him. And then there's of course Taylor right next to yeah. him, arms raised. Yeah. Hey Adam, what, what, uh, album is she singing from right there? I yep. have no idea. <laughs> You don't know, no really, from that outfit? Just take one really guess from the outfit. Oh, is that Reputation? There you go. 
There you go. Okay. Just like right. just, just small context clues, just small little things clues. like that. That one I got on my yeah. Yeah. But I did. Um, yeah. So I did do the Masters Champions um, and their comparative Taylor Swift songs. Um, so I started with we have um, Arnold, <laughs> Arnold Palmer is Cardigan, obviously. So good. Um, yep. Makes the most sense. Um, some of these were a little controversial. People had opinions about them. Um, but we've got <laughs> Nick Faldo. Um, as London boy, yeah. um, all time sweater, by the way, mm -hmm. um, we have, um, oh, is it not showing it? There we go. Um, we have nice. tiger is red mm -hmm. for good reason. Yes. Um, <laughs> obviously yeah adam scott is gorgeous yep adam scott is gorgeous <laughs> he is gorgeous um good old jack, jack. untouchable yep this one the jack being untouchable like I, there were several songs i feel like i could have gone with but i just I felt like this one worked the best. Like he's not, you're not gonna. Yeah. Um, this one was the this only one, one I that I, this one was the only one that I used a non, like a, a picture of them not getting the green jacket, but it, I had to, for it to make the most sense, but Bubba yeah. Watson, oh, yeah. um, out of the woods. Love it. Um, we've got Danny <laughs> Willett. I forgot that you existed. Still do. Danny. No, yeah. because every year when you're going through the list, you're like, oh, oh yeah. There's my, there's my elbow. Um, anti-hero. This was also shortly after, um, he had, um, well, I don't know about shortly after, but he was still not really on everyone's favorite list mm -hmm. um then we've got um El Pato. yeah <laughs> this one was the one he people were like me laugh. on hill cabrera i'm I, I miss you man i don't know he's not listening to this but i just that man he's yeah he's, he's i got a story exile. i can tell you guys off he's in exile yeah. um and then we have oh god patrick reed this is why we can't have nice things. There were several that I considered <laughs> for him, but I settled on this fair, to, to be, be nice. Fair on this one, to be fair on this one, this that song is much better than the human associated with it. <laughs> mm -hmm. yes. In my opinion, because I think that song slaps. It does. It does. Both, both the human associated with it in that tweet and in real life like mm. that she wrote it about yes facts that's the part of the taylor Which, Swift adam catalog. do you know who she wrote that song about <laughs> i just i know that there's a gyllenhaal i know there's a john was it john mayer was that one john mayer no i just no. i'm getting i'm getting a lot of depressed and painful no, looks from my friends here no. who was that who was that one about 
is that something we just don't say? Just think, just think around the time frame. What time frame was that again? Do you know what album it was on? Not. It was you, on you the know, I don't screen, know. Adam. It was on the screen. <laughs> I just put it up there. Uh, let me see. 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 Oh, um. He's Googling. That's the I'm Google not Googling. Face. I'm not. No, I'm looking at this. When she, wrote, when she wrote Reputation, what what was Reputation like about? What was like the theme of Reputation? She My, was like, getting English a bad rap. Teachers like coming out here. Like, tell us like what the theme was. What oh, was, like, was that was that Harry Styles? Oh my Jesus! Adam. Oh. <laughs> that was a fucking joke, right? <laughs> no. It's not Taylor Lautner. I know that. He's either on good terms, right? You guys are so disappointed. <laughs> that was foul. That was foul. That was foul. Kanye West. Oh, that's right. I Kanye do West. not knock. I don't knock you. Oh. I knock it a little bit. I don't knock your lack of knowing Kanye West. I do knock you associating that song with Harry Styles, though. Fair that was enough. foul. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to hear I knock your knowledge of knowing that like reputation in general was about <laughs> that like whole album was like a hey, dude. Right. God, I'm even disappointed. With a few songs sprinkled in about like I'm I'm in love now with Joe and he's really hot, like in there. Even too. though was he? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm. Just a just a question to ponder. I, I do really love like "Gorgeous" though. Like it's it's such a good song, but like now I just have to like think of that song like in context of her singing it about Travis Kelsey. Like that makes me feel a little bit better. Well, this has been enlightening, unlike the atmosphere around me because I just feel like it's getting darker in my house. So I look like I'm telling horror stories, it, but really, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like you're like this. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't do this. <laughs> it's so bad. There's so many just notable screenshots I'm going to take of this <laughs> for, for our friends. Um, that was great. I learned a lot. I have a lot more to learn. I am ashamed at my performance on the uh, trivia, but I knew that going in. That's what was going to happen. And I am so happy that uh, my two friends were able to, <laughs> to walk me through this uh together but um we are gonna do more shows like this i like this because it's educational for idiots like me that don't know anything about this but now i know a little bit more and we've got two pros that uh that talked us through it nikki and sam samantha thanks for coming back on and entertaining us for a bit wait you but I have, one, I have one more question i want to bring up oh okay if taylor swift took up golf like for real like actually took up golf what would her swing fault be her swing fault? Yeah. I think I've been thinking about this clearly. <laughs> Little over I the think top. She would, I, that, but also I think she just perpetually stands way too far from the golf ball. Like she's just <laughs> like this. Like you don't need to, you need to bend the elbows, Taylor. And even when Good she Lord. does her one swing, she's right back to the extended elbows. <clears throat> she did have the golf club in her, uh, in the concert. I saw that. She did. And we didn't talk about that. I feel like that needed to be talked about. Talked about. You know, 
I would pay so much money for one of those glow in the dark golf clubs. Oh, like, well, we should find. There's, should there's find. probably. I need, I need to know t- who makes them. I'm sure a TikTok Taylor made. For- <laughs> oh, Taylor made. <gasps> oh. <Jesus. laughs> Sorry, I was too busy thinking about how funny my joke was, not even realizing how your joke just fucking sent mine into the trash can. <laughs> oh my oh. god, was that an Easter egg? Oh. While we're is Taylor, uh, is Taylor Swift coming out with a beginner women's line of golf clubs with Taylor? That made? would be amazing. One can only hope, you know. Wait, As I'm we, gonna, uh, I'm gonna spiral with this information. Because, like, wait, hang on, hang stop. on, hang on. Now I'm going down a conspiracy theory hole because didn't Travis play in the? Mm-hmm. Wait, no, that was Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes that played. But wait, no, he did too. They both, they both yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are the chances of Travis Kelsey getting Masters tickets? Probably pretty good. What are the chance of us getting master's tickets? Probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would. I'd poop my pants. <laughs> Same. All right, Adam. We'll we finally get... let, we'll let you wrap this up. Since no, you're, like, no, pitching. no. It's fine. It's fine. I just wanted to say, since I'm going to have to put an explicit, uh, explicit, <laughs> explicit uh, content warning on this episode, I would like to remind everyone that we are powered by Bridgestone Golf, our partners in crime. <laughs> I didn't get a warning. I did no, not get fine. a warning about that. That's fine. There's no worries. They, they know. Brand. They know who they're walking. They know who they're working with. We're not like our our buddies over at Saint Andre. Uh, but which, by the way, Nikki, congrats to you on the shout out on the Saint Andre podcast, the spooky, spectacular one that they did about the all the Halloween costumes. That was a hilarious show, and uh, our own oh, very own Nikki Dunnigan. The nightmarish um, golf costume ideas that I came up with. She is. She really is. You know, oh, just yeah. as crossovers like this, part of the Bridgestone fam. All right. Our next appearance is going to be in the kitchen. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A. So if you want oh, nice. me to get you something, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to you both. Sam, we'll talk again. Nikki, as always. Uh, fans, friends, everyone, follow us on Golf Unfiltered everywhere. We will talk again soon. And that was that has been your Taylor Swift educational 45 minutes. Take care, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>